cool to say after that. Here we go. Three, two, two one. It's, it's your boys. What's up, everybody? My What's name is up? Trey Cornwell. My name is John Calvin Chance. And you are listening to the Steadfast, Steadfast Devotion, Devotion Podcast, where we talk about, you know, godly things. Yeah, what's it like in the ministry? Awkward stories. Uh, just a couple apostolic dudes trying to live out revival. Yeah. Just on fire for God, I would say. Today we have a special episode, yeah. um, and we're going to jump right into this. Yeah. Without further ado, we want to introduce two guests that mean absolutely the world to me and JC. Yes, sir. And that is Brother Caleb Scarberry. Hello there, that's me. And uh, Brother Landon Dillon. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> These two guys are extremely, extremely anointed men yeah, of God who we have grown very close to over the years for sure and uh before we get you know deep into this podcast uh caleb tell us a little bit about yourself well uh man i uh grew up uh here in first pentecostal church grew up with uh running around with trey and and jc and yes, well, i was one of landon's first friends we <laughs> got into church and uh uh somewhat man. So, <laughs> <laughs> i think you know, we all we, got we, a story yeah, about we, we 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 all have we all have stories you know yeah. uh but uh, gr- growing up with them, and then just uh, after after years and years of, uh, of with church, and then when I, I remember getting in, in into high school and into college, and and just sitting there thinking to myself, "There's got to be more mm-hmm. to living for God than just sitting on a church pew." Yeah. There's got to be more than just than just sitting there, you know, uh, just sitting on a church pew until until I die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I started to feel the call to ministry, the pull to ministry, and I'll talk talk a little bit more about that yeah, later. Yeah. But uh, you know, when I started to feel that pull towards ministry, uh, just the Lord just started working on me, and uh, you know, I'm I'm here today. I yeah, I, I got a passion yeah. for this campus ministry. A little bit more, what we'll be talking about here in a bit. Praise and uh, actually, t- before we uh, go over to Landon, tell us um, tell us what you got your degree in in school. Um, and oh, a little man. bit about what you do for uh, <clears throat> secular work. Well, uh, I got my uh, bachelor's degree in uh, mechanical engineering, and uh, I graduated a couple years ago, 2019, with that, Ooh. and then uh, working on my master's right now. I uh, worked as an engineer for a little bit and then uh, felt felt the Lord move me out of that and into where I am today. And uh, now I work for the university that I actually have the campus ministry on and just work there, uh, work there for, you know, 20 hours a week and go work on campus and labor on campus the rest of the time. And uh, there's a story of you leaving your engineering career to pursue the call of God. Oh, man. And uh, I'm sure we'll get we'll get right into that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. I'm sure sometime. Well, our next guest that's with us, the Landon the Dylan, the evangelist himself. The harvester. The harvester. <laughs> Lando Commando. Man, you guys are making me blush. Plantar fasciitis. Foot <laughs> <laughs> problems. Foot problems. Hey. I'm talk about those things. Hey, you're going to be a church planter with a foot planter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm landing. Plantar. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this is uh, my name is uh, Landon Dillon. Um, I've been uh, 
I was basically just a kid in high school who was lost. I had I didn't have a father for I had many stepdads, no no real father in my life. Had a lot of bitterness and hate mm. in my life when I was growing up mm. until God found me in high school and Amen. through a history teacher he converted me, started teaching me how to pray, brought me to an apostolic church. I laughed at people running the aisle. And when <laughs> and I laughed at people, I didn't realize That's it was right. like the laugh of Abraham that would bring me into the covenant and not away from it. Mm. And so I, I found God, and uh, yeah, now I'm, I was in a CMI uh, Bible study. I was helping lead that. Now I'm currently an evangelist, getting ready to go start a church in, in Manhattan, Kansas. Yes, praise sir. God. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yes, sir. Hey, you know what? Uh, tell us about your education. Tell us about what you uh, do right now for a secular job and what you're getting ready to uh, step into. Yeah, so right now I, uh, I work for a communications company. I work for Cox Communications. Um, I was the I graduated from WSU this year, actually, with my bachelor's in marketing communications. But at Cox, I was a number one salesman for about three or four years in a row. And then now I am a coach, and I, I create coaching plans for individuals to teach them how to do better at work. That's Amen. what's up. Amen. And I'm, and I'm getting ready to step into uh, basically just going to step into faith and start a church and try to work as little as possible secularly uh, around a regular yep. job and then you know, build the church. 100 people in one year. 100 people in the first year. That's in right. Jesus' name. You and I know put that on record today. Today. I believe it's going to happen. 100 people in one year. There will be 100 people in Manhattan Church. Well, and you know, and maybe it's just your secular job is preparing you for pastoring too because, yeah. I mean, it sounds like that's perfect, perfect. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, all things work together for good. Yeah. Hey, the crazy Lord. testimony just real quick. <clears throat> just got an email today from my work that they have just opened up two new cities in Kansas where you can live and still work for this company. Come on. Manhattan, Kansas oh was my wow. bro. So just, if, if I do have God. to work, if I do have to work, you wow. still have your job. I still have a job. job. Man, Hopefully I don't. That's crazy because was it last week we were talking about that, just the fact of what would be your, you know, contingency plan of you, you know, like you had to leave, you know, Cox, what's the next plan? And it sounds like just God's opening those doors for you to plant the church, man. Yeah, that's incredible. And that's one thing that's special about, and I'm not trying to blow Brother Landon Dillon up by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but uh, one thing that is so impeccable about about Brother Landon is uh, his fearlessness to dive oh. straight in. Dude, that's a fact. And that'll kind of tie directly into what this episode is going to mm -hmm. be about. And I'm not sure if um, John Calvin wants to kind of roll us in yeah. to that path of what we're going to discuss today. Sure, yeah. um, but if you're listening, we want to let you know, follow us on all social media platforms yes, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Spotify, on Apple podcast, Google podcast, all podcasting platforms. Follow us at the steadfast Devo. That's right. And uh, stay up to tune. This season is yeah. called the Ezekiel, Ezekiel season. season. And uh, it's all about bringing Dry bones back, back to, to life, life. Yes, dead sir. things back Ooh. to life. Yes, sir. Praise God. And uh, we just believe that for 2022, it. this is going to be the year hey, where uh, we have absolute apostolic revival. Amen. A Amen. year of deep waters. A year Ooh, of deep water. I believe it. Well, guys, um, I think one of the biggest questions that we've gotten uh, within the last couple of years, when we first started this podcast, actually, I'll put this, is that we were just getting into college. Yeah. Um, the idea of campus ministry was. You smell that? It's the Holy Ghost. 
Dude, is it your? It's your light, isn't it? It's my lamp. <laughs> uh, Brother Trey, audience, has a, uh, has Trey's a, lamp is on fire. Trey right has now. a really old lamp in his office, and it's really vent, smells like bro. smoke. It's, it's, it's vent. It reminds vent? me of an old, uh, maybe Baptist deacon. <laughs> you know, and like I don't know, there's just something nostalgic oh about about it, this old a, yeah, Baptist. But, Deacon lamp in my light. Uh, anyway, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, you say that, but I know exactly what you're talking you know about. Ta- you I know, know I'm exactly about. what Yo, you're you know exactly <laughs> what that's I'm talking hilarious. about. Anyways, before uh, yeah, this whole church story. catches on fire, I mean, we we live with the consuming fire, but we can don't I, want the <laughs> fire department to come. <laughs> can I tell you a joke one time? Sure, tell so me. So I was uh, at my house, uh, my old house, and uh, anybody that knows uh, my parents knows that my stepmom did not used to cook at all. Yes. And uh, I say that with all love because she's gonna listen to this. Oh yeah! But she never cooked. She could she could grill a steak in a microwave. <laughs> and uh, I one time I was I was walking down my stairs and I said, "Shanna, do you smell that?" And she goes, "No." And I said, "Me either." Get to cooking. <laughs> and, uh, wow! And, uh, That's she chased me <laughs> down <laughs> the stairs, bro. And she Aunt put Shana, a we love you so on much. me. But anyway, do you smell that? It's it's my lamp. Anyhow, yeah. we, glory we, to God. We love you, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, back to back to the program. Uh, um, when we first started this podcast, uh, we were really into college. Um, I was just finishing. I was just starting uh, my master's program. It's yeah. crazy to think that now. Yeah. Um, you were just. Uh, I think you were finishing up at uh, JUCO. JUCO. Yep. And uh, during this time, um, God really laid on my heart with uh, reaching students on my campus. And as well, uh, these three men that's in front of me right now were really on fire to see a difference on their campus as well. Um, And I guess the biggest thing to say is that the the next generation that will take charge to world affairs to um you know livelihood what we will see to the next generation is what's in the college colleges right now yeah. um where um absolutely what what happens within the 20s uh let's say even late teens 20s mm-hmm. to even early 30s um will make such a huge impact with what the future will be. Right. And um, when I got to that moment with campus ministry, it was like, what, what is separating me from reaching to those who yeah. make a difference? Yeah. And um, so with that being said, yeah. um, I think all, all four of us, I'll, I'll put plus one in here because Giselle's in here as an audience member. Shout out to Gigi. <laughs> um, we all knew that we knew to make a difference in right. our campuses mm-hmm. absolutely and um i think what we what i want i want to ask you guys this um when was that moment um that you felt a burden for your campus well uh for me i mean i i remember uh many 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 years ago i was i was still bible quizzing at the time i was uh I was at a Bible quizzing extravaganza. There was a there was a man preaching, and uh, and I was just I just remember sobbing, and I you know I wasn't mm-hmm. 
I wasn't really uh, at that point. I was I was still kind of figuring my myself out and where I wanted to do in church and if I even wanted to be in church or anything. But I remember so vividly in that exact moment, uh, I was just sobbing and praying, and I was like, "God, what what do you want me to do?" And I saw a vision of of myself. Mm-hmm preaching mm. on campus wow uh, there's there's a I, I've taken uh, these guys to a uh, there's a specific ballroom up on the third floor of the student center mm. and uh, it seats I don't know I'd probably say three four hundred something yeah, like for that sure. yeah it's, it seats something like that I saw it full of people and I saw myself and other people on on this platform preaching and teaching the, to a packed house wow. on our, on my campus, and I just knew that that's exactly what what I had to what I had to do. Yeah, and a uh, little bit that was before I got in college. And then as soon as I got into college, you know, I I didn't really understand you know how to go about that or how to do anything with that, and and I was still kind of still kind of working my way mm-hmm. into a relationship with God and everything, and uh, just just immediately understood that the, that this campus was dying and going to hell yeah there there's people who were hurting there's people who needed um a loving savior to step in uh so much so like the first semester my first semester of college not even not even to midterms of my first semester yeah. not even eight weeks into there was a girl in one of my classes that committed suicide mm. and like yeah. it just it just Lord. it just wow punctuated that even further to me that this is this is needed this is so desperately needed that that yeah. somebody somebody has to go and somebody has to preach yeah. and yeah. so I started uh there was some young men and I started praying on campus and and really I was one of the founding members of of this club and uh then for a couple of years I didn't really do much and I restarted the club my senior year of college um mm-hmm. And uh, now tell me, where's your the college was? Uh, oh, Wichita State. Yes, sir. Sorry, uh, on Wichita State campus, and uh, started it my started it back up my senior year. Uh, had had some people start to come, and then when I graduated, uh, nobody picked it back up. And I remember a time uh, it was probably what about it was right about a year ago now, mm-hmm. would probably been August of last year. Um, I was uh, Trey and I were hanging out, and we decided. One day he, I don't even know what brought it up. I think, I think he just, uh, <clears throat> him and I were hanging out and he told me one day, he said, Hey, uh, why don't we, uh, go up to campus? Why don't you show me around? I'm getting ready to start at WSU. He was <laughs> yeah. just like, he's like, show me around. You you know, the campus better than anybody that I know of. He said, let's just go up there and walk around. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we started walking around that campus, man, I just, I just felt that burden come right back. Yeah. I mean, when mm. when I when I left and I graduated, I did not really go back to that campus because mm. I, I I have a feeling part of it was I was terrified that I was gonna get I, I don't want to say sucked back in because that's that's no. the wrong word but but that uh, that I f- would feel like I couldn't move past that failure. Well, yeah, you know, correct, made, correct me if my, if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> that campus was a seedbed of bitter memories. Mm. Uh, in your in your yeah uh, in your walk with God yeah it was uh, there it was, was a lot of there, there was, was a, there was a lot of I had a lot of very very bitter memories and yeah. it was very it was very tough for me to do that you know and yeah. and the Lord had been working on me working on uprooting a lot of bitterness and things that I'd been fighting in my life and you know by the time that I walked back onto that campus man I was I was just hungry you know I wanted yeah. I wanted to see a change and then 
you know, and then we we came back in and uh, Trey and I and then Landon, uh, like very quickly, as soon as we got started on that, we all just hopped in and we started teaching Bible studies, started mm-hmm. inviting people to yeah. Bible studies. And that's kind of. Yeah. No, Landon, talk to us about um, the moment when you stepped on your campus and you started doing the outreach. What was that? What was that feeling compared to uh, other moments that I can remember that I was it was actually right right when you guys went up there to pray I believe it's probably around the same week or so I was sitting in the the Elliott Hall which is our uh, communications hall at Wichita State and I was sitting there and I was just like what are we doing what, what's going on why, yeah. why are we not doing anything on this campus right now yeah so I picked up my phone I called Trey that's like right like probably five minutes later um and now I realize it was the Holy Ghost dealing with me and not me just thinking in my own yeah. my own mm-hmm. head. I called Trey. I said, hey, bro, we need to we need to do something. Let's let's get some flyers printed off. Let's all meet up here Thursday and start handing some stuff out. And we'll do a let's put on that flyer Bible study Friday night. Yeah. 8, 15 p.m. Didn't yeah. plan anything else beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, yeah. Didn't really think about it. That's I just called him up. We contacted uh, a person at our church to do the printing for us. Mm-hmm. And when we got out there on that Thursday, <laughs> the anointing fell. Yeah. Yes, sir. You, you can feel if you're apostolic you're gonna you're gonna walk in boldness yes yeah. sir and that includes just going up to random people <laughs> yep. yeah telling them hey yep. i want you to come to bible study oh for sure yeah i want you to find jesus yeah, yeah. and i can remember the anointing just falling on us mm. as we handed out those flyers and i believe the first what was it the first uh the first bible study that week we had what 20, it was 23, like 20, 25, 25, 25 like, yeah. people wow. at our very first Bible study, yeah. our very first week yeah. of our non-official CMI at that point. <laughs> and, I, and, and I talked on our, on our drop, our first dropping episode. So if you're listening to this, we're pre-recording episodes yes, uh, for the Ezekiel season. And the first pilot episode of the Ezekiel season, we begin to talk about uh, a little bit about campus ministry. Just a tad bit. And I'd told them about the first Bible study when the predominant major popular Bible study group yep, that's yeah. been established for over yep. seven years on that campus. Yep. The entire Bible study group came to the very first Bible study. And we have a photo with all of these guys <laughs> yeah, at, the right. yeah, at the Bible right. study. Yeah. And uh, we knew, we, I believe all three of us knew oh, from that very first Bible study yeah. that we had just tapped in to the heart of of Wichita, oh, we yeah, had tapped yeah, into the right. flow uh, of revival, yeah. and uh, I remember, and God was dealing with all three of us, me, uh, Caleb, and Landon, all simultaneously at the same mm-hmm. exact time. God was speaking to all of us, yeah, because it wasn't a coincidence that Caleb had uh, me and Caleb. He was helping me tutor actually, and uh, we I said, hey, let's go up to the campus, let's walk around. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me because I was actually nervous on my first day of college. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna know where to go. Like, show this me around, help me. campus. Yeah, yeah, like get a map <laughs> out for me, you know. Yeah. And so he's like, Yeah, man, yeah. we do. You know, Caleb, he'll he'll do anything for you. You know, he'll yeah. drop his schedule and he'll come that's and he'll. Right. That's just yeah. how Caleb is. And so we dropped everything. We literally left our calculus sitting on the table. I was yep. done with that calculus. Yep, I know you were. <laughs> and uh, we went up to the campus, and and I literally I remember watching the yeah. the, the, the literal demeanor of Caleb change while we were walking on the campus. Wow! I saw. I'm not. I'm telling you. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I, I saw the anointing of God literally fall from heaven wow. and rest Man, upon His shoulder. And in that moment, Caleb said, literally, this is what he said. I'm coming back to this campus. 
Wow. I'm going to get my master's degree, and it will give me two more years to evangelize the campus mm. that I didn't evangelize prior yeah. to when I started this. Mm-hmm. And we just wow. felt the Holy Ghost so strong walking on that amazing. campus. And that same week, Brother Landon calls me, and he goes, literally, what are we doing? <laughs> we are not doing anything. <laughs> there is a campus here of college students that need the gospel. Yeah. And he's, and like he said, we got the the flyers printed off and Praise we just God. started, uh, we just started canvassing our campus Yeah, that literally, and we couldn't even call it outreach. Yeah. All these secular, um, you know, they, they, they marketing, 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 yeah, marketing. marketing. and marketing. if you know apostolics, really? let me tell you yeah. what marketing outreach is, is illegal as outreach. <laughs> let yeah. me tell you what apostolic marketing is. And it is guerrilla warfare. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there is no, there is no straight lines walking hey, down. Let me, hey, dude, let just, me, just, just like, just like when we were out for, for, for our first service that we had on campus, Landon was out there with the microphone, chasing people down <laughs> with the microphone. Jesus with love. loves you Jesus. guys. With love. Jesus hey, love. I think of it. I got so many hugs that day. Amen. You know, you know, working in your field doesn't come easy. That's no, exactly that's, right. you know, when I think of it, when, when God, a uh, cursed man, he says, you put sweat in your brow. Yeah. That means the, the field that you work with is going to take hard work, determination and guts. Yeah, man. Yeah. When you do man, that, you know, it's not, it doesn't come easy to work in your field. No, it does not. And I think from the stories that we're hearing right now, it's like all three of you guys got unified so quickly and the sayings that like it's it's that it's that uh i think an empathetic cause of or feeling of what is the cause you know yeah why are we doing why why is nobody doing this yeah let me let me just say this just because this goes wrong with what brother uh, jc is saying unity a lot of people think that unity is not having any problems at all mm-hmm. right yeah. but unity is having problems yeah yeah. Within a, a a given group and being yeah. willing to look at your brother or look at your Amen. friends or whatever, love them yeah. and you yeah. and they love you and you Amen. address any problem that you have or yeah. they have or we have because Amen. unity isn't about not having problems, it's about dealing with problems together. Yeah. Amen. I mean, and, and let me and, tell you one thing. I'm sorry. And man, and we even had. I mean, and and I can still and all three of us can point you to the exact the exact time that w- the three of us were knit together in unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't that, mm-hmm. that first semester really. It was, I think it was sometime in January that we were, we were knit together in unity. And yeah. at that exact moment, man, like I, I still remember sitting there and um, it, it was, it was just a meeting that the three of us had. And, and it was just this conversation we had in the Holy Ghost fell. Like I yeah. still remember, I still remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. Amen. And you know, uh, and you know, these guys, these guys are my brothers now, you know, and, yes. and it's not to say that there's, there, there weren't growing pains. There's, there's always growing pains. That's a fact. Always. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to go from, you know, uh, for me at least it was tough for me to go from doing everything, you know, by myself, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was really just, you know, me, going and laboring when I did it the first time and then yeah and then you know coming in and I've got two people who I can rely on to, yeah. to yeah. you know I don't have to come every Friday with the anointed word of God every single Friday I can rely on two other people who yeah. are going to come yeah. just as anointed as the I power am of trust is yeah in. oh yeah That's it. and I'll tell you this that before there is ever godly unity yeah. there is going to be godly conflict mm, yeah. that's a fact yeah. and, that is exactly and conflict had to come before us three who are all type A personalities 
Y'all could are come all, together. Like, y'all are capital A. Type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was there was godly conflict that happened, and it reminds me of Jacob wrestling with an angel. Right. Yes. Before Jacob could ever receive his promise and become yep. unified with God, mm-hmm. there had to be a wrestling match. Amen. And that happened between the three of us, and yeah. and people don't see it. And on no. the po- and on mm-hmm. this podcast, we're going to be a lot more transparent than yeah. what the church saw. You know, when we started inviting people to church and we had two entire rows of pews full of college students yeah. Yeah. from all walks of life. That's yeah. right. People that had money, people that didn't have money, yeah. people right. that were athletic and people that hated going outside. Yeah. yeah. We had all types of people on yeah. the pew, but that wouldn't have happened if, you, if yeah. there was not a godly conflict. That's right. That and none right. of us were scared to step into mm, the deep water of conflict. Good. To, to really dig out and cultivate unity wow. amongst us. Wow. See, and, and I mean, really, it was, it was uh, it, you know, in that godly conflict, it was really just one of those things. It was just like, man, it was, it was, it was, the three of us wanted to come together. Yeah. But there was, we, we had to sort through our own issues, you know. Oh, uh, oh, I, I had to, I had to, I had to <laughs> oh, sort through, you know, you know, I had to sort through, you know, my own pride, mm-hmm. you know, my own, uh, my own selfishness to stand alone. You know, I had yeah. to sort through all of that to get to the point where I could trust people. Yeah. You know, because and I never I, had that. Yeah. And what it did it cultivated y'all's ministry? Um, I want to read a certain passage real quick. Uh, it says it's in second, uh, second Corinthians, uh, chapter four. I'll read one through six. It says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking to, or not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. Now read this as verse three. It says, "But if the gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." Yeah. In whom the yeah. God of this world has blinded the minds of them which not believe, lest the light of the go- glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of the out of darkness, has shined uh, shined in our hearts and give light to. To, of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. We walk on a campus that's full of darkness. Yeah. As much as, um, and I'll be honest, on my end, right? I didn't go to a secular college. I went to a Christian college. Yeah. But I still saw kids in a Christian uh, atmosphere who were still blinded by darkness. Right. Who still did not know? They didn't walk in truth. They yeah. they they looked apart, but they never acted apart because they were so covered in darkness. Yeah. And what comes to be from hearing you guys talking about, which I think is so powerful now, uh, on my end, because I because I I know all three of you guys very well. I know who y'all are. I love <laughs> all three of y'all. But to see where y'all when y'all started to yeah. where you guys are yeah. now. That's a miracle from God. Yeah. yeah. yeah Not going to lie. And I'm, I'll, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I, I just love how God works in that way. Right. And how Paul would say that we're not working for ourselves. Right. We're, 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 we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this to shine the light of, of Christ, to show That's the glory exactly right. of the face of God. Well, right. I will say this, that 
in order for there to be a light that shined forth from us three working together, yeah, we had to wear a cloak of submit of submission, submission yeah. to one another, mm. and uh, that was really yeah. that was really the biggest struggle for all three of us. Yeah, we are all submitted to our men of God, oh, to our pastor, to our bishop. Yeah. But what was going to happen when God would test us to be submitted to our peers? Mm, yeah. And that was one thing that taught us probably, I would assume, all three of us the most. Oh, yeah. Was how to be submitted to peers that Amen. were on the same level as you. Yeah. That walked in the same, not the same anointing, but the same level of ministry. And yeah. we were all new into ministry. Oh, for sure. And God forced us. He put us yeah. in a box and would not let us out until we learned to submit to one another. Amen. And when that happened, when we all learned to submit to one another, mm-hmm. people then could see a light that shined through us. Amen. Because how can these three guys um, who are all go-getters, yeah. who all are leaders, yeah. learn to follow mm. when there's only a group of leaders made up? Yeah. yeah. And um, so that was kind of one thing that that's awesome. uh, started really birthing the revival on Wichita State. Oh, Man, sure. and, and and really it was that exact moment that we all sat down and mm-hmm. we and we learned how to submit to one another and then from that moment forward we had revival on campus. Yeah. It was Amen. it wasn't before that. I yeah. mean, I, I, we had we had good contacts with people, but we didn't start seeing people saved until after that yeah, moment. Yeah, that's so Amen. true. I never thought that's about that. Good point. That yes. had to happen yeah. before we had that. Uh, like Amen. we had, I think we had one person get the Holy Ghost before that. But Amen. Man. Well, I, I want to jump into this uh, avenue, if that's okay, because speaking yeah, on yeah, go ahead. Um, that you didn't see people get the Holy Ghost until you start getting to within yourselves, right? To bring unity within yourselves. Um, I just want to. Put this. I think Trey, you, you and I have talked about this about um, the idea of preparation before this campus ministry started. Um, it first of all, how organic it came to be. That was God. Yeah, hands absolutely. down, one hundred percent. But also the preparation behind this was such of a God thing as well. Yeah, I remember um, when we when we first started doing this it was twenty twenty. November 3rd of 2020, you know, it, and I believe it was a Friday night. I could be wrong, but it was during the same time that we would do Friday night prayers yes, sir. here at the church, right? Speaking of, the people that started that is in this room. <laughs> yeah. uh, the man that's across from me, even though you guys are listening to this and y'all are like, where is this boy at? Well, I'm north, south, east, west of here, but he's across from me. Landon um, had this idea of coming on Friday nights during COVID and come and pray. And after that, he got to the point where he got with Trey. Am I, am I, if I'm getting this correctly, yeah. uh, on coming together. And what happened was that it started with one to the next, to the next where we would, what had like what? 15, sometimes 30 people. We had up to 55. Was it 55? It, it, Friday night prayer. It started. I w- I remember I was at home and it was super late. I just gotten off work or yeah. something. I, I was working a late shift. For yeah. A, for school reasons, I think, or something like that. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. I called Trey. I was like, hey, bro, let's uh, let's go up to the church and pray. He's like, dude, it's like 10 o'clock. I, I don't want to get out of my pajamas and go up to the church. I was like, you need to come up to the church and pray with me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, all there, right. All you right. guys are in y'all's PJs hey, there's, in the prayer that, room just praising God, wearing there, a Mickey Mouse t-shirt, praising Jesus. That's what it was. There's that go-getterness right there. You know? he, 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 gets that, he, get, he, yeah. gets up, he gets around. He meets me at the church. We have a prayer meeting, and then yeah, the next man. week Nathan joined us. Yeah. Your wife, 
Yeah, my yeah. wife. It was That's me, right. you, and your wife. Yeah, and that, I was there too for mm-hmm. for a few of them. That's right, right, right after because I remember uh, the, we all hopped in the car and drove around town too. You remember that? We went to go actually pray for uh, Wichita State. That's we right. did, That's we right. did, and I and I will always be convinced that the prayers that we prayed mm-hmm. were being collected in bottles by God. I completely yeah. agree. And when the time was right, he opened up those jars and poured out the prayers that we prayed on Friday night on I Wichita believe. State campus. Yeah, I completely agree. I with truly that. believe we were we were tilling ground that we did not know we were tilling I until. Oh, for sure. Cuz I remember there was multiple nights that um that the Holy Ghost would fall in that room. Now, as, as some of our podcast listeners don't know, um, is that our hyphen here in Wichita, we are a hundred percent where you know we're total doing fire. huh total fire total fire yeah <laughs> hashtag total fire put that on a t shirt um, that's all you bud yeah and I, I gotta do that myself um, but we we are all we are all involved in something you yeah, know right. uh, I yeah. think that's what our pastors here have yeah. pushed us to do is Definitely. to uh, get involved and when COVID hit. Uh, our involvement became very different. Now, I don't want to jump on this whole COVID train where we yeah. are, but just talking about the um, the the history where it would happen, um, when we got to that moment where we said, I'm tired of being tired. I want to see something happen. Mm-hmm. And we would have nights where it was um, from, you know, the gifts of the spirit were being used. Oh my goodness! Uh, gifts of faith, gift you know, prophecy, uh, discernment of spirits. You know, I mean, yeah. you you name it. The gifts were being used. That's what Paul would tell Timothy: stir up the gifts that's within you. They were being stirred. Yes. What we didn't know was, like as Trey said, we did not know what we were stirring up. Yeah, dude, that's so we true. were we were we were we were stirring up um, land that were was once fertile but when we came into prayer we started to cultivate land that we didn't know it's go ahead it's interesting that the the prayer meetings were every friday night yeah yeah and, and yeah of and course then the the campus ministry when it started we had just the only i mean it was, just came straight to our minds let's do it friday night yeah. yeah and so the prayer made way for the harvest of course yeah. you that's I, good something that I, god that, revealed that to me tweet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it, it even, it even just for the room that we were in, yeah. the harvest room, the harvest, the harvest room, room. yeah, that's, that's, right. that's the it was a that, god thing. That bro. was the room they gave. That's awesome. You guys are in a campus, dude. That has a shockers. It's full of weeds. And I'll tell you this, uh, and I don't mean to interrupt, <laughs> and I'm gonna get this and then pass it right to you. But I remember uh, going on campus. It was like I don't know. It was probably ten o'clock at night after we yeah. got done with Bible study, and I was praying, God, show show us a room. What mm. room do we need? Yeah. And I was walking outside. And I pointed at a room and said, that's the room that we're going to be in. Mm. I had no idea the, the name of the room was the harvest wow. room. Yeah. Wow. We walked inside room 142 in quotation marks, the, the harvest, harvest room. room. Wow. And we knew it was like, we knew from then it was God, God ordained. God. Yeah. God thing. God revealed to me a while back. We, we hear preaching all the time that faith is the bir- birthplace of a, mir- of a miracle or yeah. Yeah. of a, of a revival or something like that. Okay. And that's true. But how do you get from faith to the miracle? How do you get from faith to the harvest? Mm. Prayer is the bridge that connects the two. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you have to have faith for anything to happen. Yeah. But then you have to take an action with that faith. That's right. And, and that so is true. sowing in your prayers 
what you want to see with your eyes. Man, so true. That's like a Hannah, bro. Hannah came to the came in with a prayer and a petition. If she didn't pray, she would never got her miracle. Yeah. That's a and wow, I, man. And can I tell you something that's that just sparked a memory just now was that prayer started at ten o'clock yeah. at church. Bible studies ended at ten o'clock. Because that's when we had to leave. Yeah. The building. Yeah. And uh, I will tell you, uh, to those that are wondering, that Friday night prayer meeting that we started three and a half years ago now mm-hmm. is still happening every still Friday going. night. Amen. Yeah. There are still people that show up and pray. Yes, there are. Friday night prayer meeting. Amen. Amen. And I do remember that when um, uh, our the semester for campus ministry had ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are taking a break. People are going out of town. That's the, that's one thing we might, you know, delve into that on mm-hmm. the podcast is how much different campus ministry is from any other ministry. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you truly yeah. are. Uh, you, tr- you 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 are yeah. You are dependent on the schedule of the students. Yeah, and uh, they leave sp- on spring breaks. They go on summer, and so you really it, it takes a special person to be a campus minister. That's right. And uh, I remember when we had finished up with this semester, and I don't know if I've told actually any of you guys this, um, but I remember the Lord spoke to me at, at church, and he said, it's time to pray again. Mm. It's time to start building up the prayers again. Wow. Because there are more vials. Man. That are getting ready to pour out on the campus, you, you but it's time to pray say, again. You, you didn't even tell me that, and that's what I've been doing, like yeah, wow. for the for the past three four weeks. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. You know, I go up there almost every, every day, day praying, trying to pray. You know, fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes on campus. Yeah, you know, almost every day wow. because I want to see revival on my campus. Yeah, this is this is kind of a kind of a rabbit trail, but. I, I, since I'm no longer in college and I'm going to be leaving, I yeah. haven't been praying as much for Wichita State, of course. I still pray for everybody that we, we uh, touched and taught and pray for the ministry, of course. But the city that we're going to, uh, Manhattan, is a, is a college city. It is a college it's, city. It, it's the home of K-State University. Now, we're not just going to be focused only on college students, but, but. with that being said— Having that campus ministry experience and yeah. knowing how to be bold, be willing, be be engaged yeah. with people in communication, um, that has taught my wife and I how to reach that city because that city is <laughs> is right. a is a college town, wow, yeah. and they're very similar in their personality and in the in their engagement. So you yeah. have to it, with that prior experience that leads to your next level. Mm. But how are you going to use that experience? Amen. Yeah. Wow. And the Holy Ghost just spoke Praise to me and God. said that your first sermon at Manhattan will probably be sheep without a shepherd. Without a shepherd. <laughs> without a shepherd. <laughs> hey. That, that uh, just for just for the podcast that he preached that at our uh, service that we had on campus and it was by far one of the best Praise sermons God. that I've ever heard him preach. I can uh agree with that. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> but, we had, I was, but we had we had uh, one of the, the things that we really just we just we just wanted to uh, in, in a world where th- people are fed up with and, and, and we see this a lot on campus. People are fed up with soft watered down doctrine. That's, exactly that's, right. so, that's true. so true. That they're, exactly they're, right. they're, they're fed up with people not giving them truth. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they don't they don't care about. Um, if if somebody comes and they just say, well, 
this is just this this you know something I felt or whatever this is you know uh, they they get so upset with that because they just want people to be real with them yeah and uh, and there's there's so much that uh, that we learn just being real with people yeah. you know uh, uh, land Landon you know forever will go down in infamy for his chicken strips uh, I'll let, I'll we're let gonna you talk th- about that here in a second <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, you know we, we were just real with people like when, when we were at Bible study we didn't we didn't we didn't put up this uh, this barrier and say you know this person, that person, the other person was wasn't allowed to come because yeah. of you know whatever whatever they were dealing with. Everybody yeah. was welcome. You Everybody know? was yeah. welcome. So you know, true. Hey, man. And you know that's the one thing that we can all attest to. Yes, is that campus ministry has taught us the importance of reaching for every everyone. kind of that's person. Everyone, every kind of person. That's and, very true. And I, I can testify for myself saying that there are there were times when I would focus <laughs> on one kind of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I got ministry started in bus ministry. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, my target audience, if we're talking about marketing, my target audience <laughs> genuinely was I was outreaching in the hood. Yeah. Those are my kind of people. That's the people that I can relate yeah. to in a weird way. They those those kids in the hood can relate to this crazy white boy. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool because I was able to take that to our college yes. mm-hmm. as, as something to add on to people. Right. I could connect with people that, that maybe Caleb or maybe Landon couldn't yeah, connect with absolutely. and yeah. vice versa. Caleb, yeah. for instance, was in a, it was in a, a many different clubs yeah. with people that were very intelligent, mm-hmm. people that knew about a lot of, uh, you know, different uh, topics that Caleb just knew how to connect with those people. Yeah. yeah. And then skipping over to, to brother Landon, he can literally connect with anybody that you put him in a room with. <laughs> and so it was cool because it taught us that it's okay to be diversified. Yeah. And we would all, you know, Caleb is a business major. I'm a business major. JC's a business major. We all know the importance of diversification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was one thing that we had all learned is that it's okay to be different yeah. and to be confident in the anointing God gave us. Right. And that is definitely something that all three, actually, I'll say all four of us all battled with yeah. at some point in 2021 yeah. and even coming into 2022 coffee, is that yeah. it's okay that our anointings don't look the same or operate yeah. in the same facet. That's right. We just know that God give, has given us an anointing yeah. because there are different levels of capacity that God mm. wants us to demonstrate, to Amen. walk in and to demonstrate. And, Amen. And I know JC can attest to that. Oh, for sure. His campus ministry looked a lot different, Very much different from our campus that. ministry. Yeah. Uh, I think within my campus ministry, you know, I was in a small university, um, but um, I think what's powerful is that I had, uh, while I was hours away from you guys, I felt like I had a, um, you know, uh, a companionship, yeah. if you yeah. want to call yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, where y'all would say, how are you doing? And at the same time, I would get phone calls from you, you guys, uh, and I would ask you guys, how are y'all doing? How is y'all's... <laughs> ministry and you know we've uh what uh how is y'all's campus going and it was like um we built a companionship yeah, I'll put yeah, that. I, yeah. I know that i've said that again but like yeah, i think that's yeah. the the coolest thing is when you got your brothers <clears throat> on your left and your right and realizing that we're not doing this into competition yeah. right but we're doing this into <laughs> seeking the kingdom of god and that's definitely that no, nothing that ever crossed our mind well maybe yeah. me and caleb want to talk about it a couple times 
but it definitely wasn't ever, you know, we of want course. our campus ministry to be bigger than John Calvin's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, but at the same time with the analytical mind that Caleb oh, has, yeah. Yeah. Caleb would always come up to me and land and say, you know, talk about, you know, that our campus ministry, like just talking about, man, you think it's crazy to think that how many people are showing up to this campus ministry? Yeah, because I remember you and I, that day that we walked up on campus, we said we we're going to see 100 people yeah. this year. Yeah. And and we were sitting here just, we were sitting here just the other day, we were sitting and talking and we we probably, uh, we, we tallied it up. We probably had 100 people go through our Bible study yep. just yeah. in one, yeah. year. one year. Oh, yeah. Once, oh for one sure. Semester, I would, it? I would, yeah, yeah. Like, one like, semester. Like we, we, had, we, you know, and then, you know, that was just something that was was so for sure so cool to us I, like one and a half semesters because we started kind of late yeah, on yeah. the first semester yeah. yeah 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 um i wanted to get to this case uh talking about um the cool i, I love how we could talk about you know the war stories of campus ministry <laughs> and i think we can dive in a little bit like we can talk about the good old days but uh how do you give a soldier a weapon if he doesn't know how to use it mm. Mind if I start off on that one? Go for yeah, it. Go ahead. So I was actually just thinking about this today after praying a little bit. And I was thinking, I was just comparing it to a man who has a, a tool shed, okay? Mm. You have your mower in there. You got your weed eater, weed eater, excuse me. You have all your, your, your fertilizer for your grass, all of that. But, and your grass is growing crazy. The weeds are out of control. How do you know? Better have a good how, how are you going to mow your yard? Well, you're going to go to the shed and get the tools, and you're going to do it. The The anointing and the Holy Ghost that each person has is the soldier, yeah. and, or that is the weapon that each soldier possess, possesses. Yeah. You you have to know who you are. Yes. You have to know what you have on the inside of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are so more true. than a conqueror. So yes. true. You, are, you have the ability to take <sighs> revival so true. To, a, to a campus, mm-hmm. to a city, because you have God inside of you. God yeah. is revival, so true. and he's given you the power to have it. Amen. So true. Yeah, that is a uh, great, that's a great example. Um, You know, you never know, and I think Brother Landon might have just pretty much said the same thing, but you'll never know how to use a tool until you just start using it. And um, I have, we all have a buddy named uh, Brother Nathan Leonard who told me something. He said, uh, because he started framing houses. Nathaniel Leonard? Nathaniel Patrick Leonard, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But Nathaniel Patrick Leonard um, began framing houses. And this is something that he's been dreaming to do. He wanted to learn because he wants to build his own house. Mm -hmm. And he said something so profound to me the other day. He said, you know, I looked at my boss. I looked at my foreman and I realized he can nail nails in a lot faster than I can. Mm. And he doesn't hit his thumbs like I do. Yeah. And he said, I realized that the more I use this hammer and the more I put my eye to the nail, the more accurate I will become because of the experience of me swinging the hammer. Yeah. And he said, the more times I swung my hammer, the more times I begin. It's called repetition. Yeah. And repetition is not a bad thing. Yeah. Repetition is so important in our everyday lives, building good godly habits. Yeah. And so to to somebody that wants to know how to use a tool that they've never used before. Mm-hmm. The first step is you're going to hit, you're going to have to hit your thumb a couple of times That's before right. you learn yes. the weight distribution of that hammer. Yeah, let's, yes. And you just got to start, you just got to start swinging. Yeah, let's put it this way is that if you're teaching a Bible study and you mess up in the Bible study, that's not your last Bible study. Yeah. So you got to keep on going and teach the Bible study again. So true. God just dropped this in my spirit. So powerful. So what did Jesus say? He said, 
if you put your hands to the plowshare yeah. and you look back, you're not, fit. you're not fit for the kingdom. There's two principles. The first principle is obviously don't give up yeah. and yeah. don't look away and don't look back and leave the call of God behind just because it seems t- uh, hard. Yeah. But yeah. the second thing is the more you push the plow, Mm-hmm. The further you get into the field, oh, yeah. the more you push the plow, Shata. the further you get into revival. Wow. So just because you're not used to the tool yeah. or used to the Holy Ghost or used to having revival, whether it's through passing out outreach yeah. flyers or teaching a home Bible study or knocking on doors, yeah. keep doing it keep and doing you it. will perfect the giftings of God. That's right. because, put, yeah, I was going to put ahead. it this way is that the more exposure that you got with it, the more that you're going to get understanding that yes. uh, my blade needs to get, you know, get back to sharpness yeah and uh because you can't if you just work with just a dull blade you're not going to go far yeah and i think that the powerful thing is that some people uh here's the powerful thing of it is that when you get exposed into the word you're going to get sharpened within the word yes and you're going to find a way to sharpen your word yeah there's some people out there who will say i'll teach one bible study and then uh, they mess up, and they didn't realize that um, you still got a sharp knife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you might you might ding it up a bit, but you can still go back out there and you. I mean, like I put the example, bro. This is probably one of the most embarrassing things I ever done when I taught a Bible study. <laughs> I was I was teaching on um, uh, Jesus's first miracle, on the uh, you know the wedding wedding, and I saw a word in there. Firkins. <laughs> I read it wrong. I thought it said first skins. And somebody asked, what's that word? And dude, I pr- I literally taught the Bible study as of it like first skins. Oh, like that'll the, still preach. That, yeah. <laughs> that'll still preach. And like not realizing Firkin, not realizing that was the like the size. The measurement. The, yeah. yeah, this measurement of, of the pots. I thought it was actually first skins. And I was preaching like that <laughs> until until somebody says, I think you said that wrong. And I looked at it, and I, dude, I'm not going to lie. I got so embarrassed because I said it wrong. Yeah. But then it got me realizing, like, I cannot, I cannot teach a Bible study ever again. I, this is, I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm dumb. <laughs> well, until I so, said, I got to go back and do it. Because that doesn't, even though I messed up and I made a ding, doesn't mean that my sword is still sharp. Yeah, right. So I'm talking about war stories, though. <laughs> You know, and the scars yeah. <laughs> of, of campus ministry. The we're from Brother Cornwell's church. Okay, we, we Bishop teaches us Bible studies, Bible studies, Bible studies. studies. Like, Every day. like that you if live, not breathe, a Bible study, eat, sleep. Bible studies. <laughs> you live, eat, breathe, and sleep. Bible studies. Yeah, that's who you are. That's what you do. That's that's how you that's how you win people to it's, God. It's interwoven in our DNA. Oh, for yeah. sure. And so Literally our first Bible study with this Definitely this huge group that shows up from another uh, Christian <laughs> uh, college campus ministry thing, like I, I taught through the first lesson so fast. And I was like, what did I just do? I think you got through Genesis 3. And, and, I, and I even had someone tell me like that was – that was they were basically like that's pretty bad. And I was like <laughs> – Man, like wow. it really was. I already knew this because I taught it so fast, <laughs> and I had taught that Bible study a thousand times before. Yeah, Nervous but just like you, you said, just because the you're you, I was used to this tool, yeah. but the tool was in a new field. Yeah, and so yeah. the the, the, the field learn. made me a little nervous. And how cool is this? That to somebody that knew the Bible, that was the worst Bible study they've ever sat in. 
but to somebody that they that didn't know the word, yeah, they came back the next week because mm-hmm. they have never experienced the power of God in a Bible That's study exactly so right. strong. Yeah. So it's it's easy, especially in campus ministry, to get caught up in comparing yeah. how well you can teach amongst the group. Yeah. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, we're not trying to teach each each each, uh, each other. We're trying to teach the people that don't know the word and people that have never opened the Bible sat in that Bible study with their, I've literally watched as eyes begin to look like saucers because they have never heard the word of God preached or taught the way brother Landon taught it. See, and, and, and really, you know, it was, it was cool just to see, you know, uh, there, there's one of the things that I have a huge passion for is teaching. And so, one of the things that I realized very, very early on was that if you're not careful, you teach over people's heads. Yeah, you know? like for sure. And, and uh, somebody, I think it was uh, my pastor, Pastor Young. He he told me he told me he said uh, he said you always have to teach to the person who needs it the most in the room. Yeah, amen. You know, you 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 have to teach the person who you know. They need this understanding the most. You know, you have yeah. to teach yeah. teach to them first, and then everybody else will f- get something out of it. Who's your target? You know, but you've yeah. got you've got to find you've got to find somebody, and then you've got to teach to them. Yeah. And then if everybody if you hit everybody else, um, great. If if you don't, maybe that that word just wasn't for you that day. You know. Yeah. And, and and you know sometimes you've just got to got to accept that you know and you know. i and i remember times where we would get done teaching and uh we've al- we've always heard that our worst enemy is ourself right yeah. and so there's so many times where i think all of us can attest to getting done mm-hmm. teaching a lesson and, and going back to our car and saying man that made absolutely no sense until you have that person like caitlin who was weeping in the holy ghost yeah and and would come up and say thank you so much for that word yeah, yeah. you know um and that, that, that was something that really grabbed my attention in campus ministry is how something so simple could be yet so edifying and so powerful at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And I think that's the wonder of Christ is that he is somebody so majestic and so complex yet so simple mm-hmm. and so deep. And he makes himself personable to us. He's Amen. big yet small. He no. is. And, and I don't, and that's, that's the mindset you have to go into in campus right. ministry because the campus looks big. Yeah. Yeah. But you serve a bigger God Mm. and the word that you have to bring, you have to trust that I am this day. I'm anointed. I'm anointed to preach the gospel, to lay hands on the sick, to watch the captive delivered, to set liberty to those that are that are that are captive, you know, and and if you if you can go into a campus and 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 not be overwhelmed by the size of the campus. Yeah. But just think of how big God is because we met people. Walking out eight o'clock at night, riding skateboards. Yes, that sister was getting ready to have heart surgery, mm-hmm. and they just saw a bunch of us Christians walking out, and they asked, "You guys believe in God? Can you pray for my sister?" Yeah, and we lay hands on him at yes. eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, riding longboards in the middle of a parking lot. Amen. I want I want to jump into this then because if you talked about um, reaching to somebody in your inconvenience, right? Yeah. Um, there's a moment in my when I was doing campus ministry that I got a, lo- a huge conviction, and uh, I've told some of you guys this before. Uh, um, in First Corinthians thirteen, right, it's the the love chapter, 
Praise God. You know, love is love is patient. Love is kind. Love is kind. Amen, amen. Love is amen. But um, <laughs> God was really dealing with me on this uh, verse. Oh, start verse one. It says, "Though I speak with tongues of men and men angels, and angels. Yes. and have not charity, I've become a sounding brass sounding or a brass. tinkling cymbal." Tinkling and this is the verse I want to really push in. And though I have the gift of prophecy yeah. and understand all mysteries yeah. and all knowledge, yeah. and though I have all faith so I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Have not love. The, 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 there was a moment when I was teaching so many Bible studies on my campus, right? Um I knew that was what God told me to do. Um, very, very different aspect. Um, but I got convicted one day uh, because I looked at Bible studies for an hour and I walked away after my Bible study saying, I did the will of God, taught my Bible studies, went away. And God says, no, there's more than just a Bible study mm. on your campus. Yeah. yeah. The fact is... Um, if you cannot connect with the person yeah. that you're teaching to, yeah. yeah, yeah, and not give them the love, yeah, that's right. Then you're nothing. That's what he said to me. He straight up said, "You are nothing if you're not willing to be inconvenient towards the people that you are teaching." Yeah, because I had a moment. Um, I can't say the name or who it was because of certain reasons, but. Um, I was at my campus. Um, I came to my campus one late night. I just came off of a flight from a some, from somewhere. Drove all the way from Tulsa back to campus. It was a forty-five minute drive. I was tired, and um, God really urged me to go um, to my campus. Couldn't. I could. I mean, it was a forty-five minute drive, and also I was. I was at through DFW. If you guys have ever yeah. been on a flight before, you don't want to go to DFW because it's going to take you three-hour layaway, um, layover. Um, anyways, I got on my. I got there, and I remembered uh, the Lord prompted me go to your campus. And I said, "Okay, God, I'll go there. I'll just have to drop my stuff, all my luggage, back to my apartment." He said, "No, go." I said, "All right, well." I said, as I'm driving, I said, I'll go to my apartment. I'll drop my stuff. I'll go to campus. Lo and behold, the road that I took to go to school or go to my apartment was blocked off. And mm. the only way I could go was to, through my campus. Wow. Not going to lie. This is the w craziest thing. <laughs> and I was like, all right, God, I'll go to my campus and I'll go to my, uh, which we haven't really brought up. We'll, we'll do a part two over this. Just putting this out. We'll do a part two over some applications because we're getting close to the end. Um, I went to my market, my marketplaces, uh, as I would call it, uh, we were like we're having chess, you know, chess is on Monday nights. We'll go, I'll go play chess with the bros. You know, <laughs> that's what God told, you know, I felt like that's from God. I go to my, I go to that, to my campus. I go to my marketplace, uh, and, um, it's closed. Mm. I was like, God, what are you showing me right now? This is so inconvenient for me. Why are you having me here? He said, pray. I usually pray around my campus. I know as you guys do. Yeah. And as I went around, I usually pray around three times around my, my, uh, around our pond. And as I went around the first time, 
I got connected with a boy who was going through the darkest moment of his life. Mm-hmm. And um, that night, prayed with him. Uh, he said, I said, do you want to get baptized? Well, I pushed him through. And I said, I want to get baptized. Took him, on, took him to the church. It's like 1030 at night. Took him to the church. Uh, pastor opens the door. We baptize him. And as he comes out of the water, he starts speaking in tongues. Amen. Praise God. To this day, Praise he God. still goes to that church. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what God convicted me with is that I was teaching him a Bible study as well. I taught, I was, you know, everybody knew me as the Bible study teacher type of thing. But what it came to be is that God says it's more than just a, it's more than just right. a Bible study. Yeah. It's about building a relationship with right. that person. Yeah, that's right. To get them to get to a relationship with me. Yeah. And knowing with you guys, tell me some advice as of as of somebody who is currently in college or even now graduated knowing that the ministry of campus ministry is going to continue with you what's some advice would you give somebody that wants to pursue in this i mean i think i think some of my advice um number one just be real with people i mean yes that people 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 yep. really value value you being real like uh you know uh just getting in there and and speaking the word being real about your testimony mm-hmm. uh some of the stuff that god's brought you through and stuff like that with a lot of people that really really resonates with people he says you know it says in the book of revelation they overcame him by the word of the lamb by the or by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony mm-hmm. you know your testimony has power and that's the real one of the real things that people need yeah um the other thing is is just sit down and talk with people yeah yeah, yeah. like don't don't be don't be in a rush i mean don't be in a rush to leave don't be in a rush to you know i had to, i had to learn how to do that you know because i you know i'm a i'm an introvert so you know as soon as bible study is done five minutes later catch you later yeah (laughs) you know and uh after a while the lord started to deal with me and i would stay until every until most everybody would leave you know just sitting and talking with people because you don't build a relationship on five minutes Mm -mm. it goes for prayer as well you don't build a relationship on five minutes (laughs) it takes some time you're gonna have to sit and talk with people you're gonna have to sit even if you Maybe if you don't like that person all that much, doesn't matter. Sit and talk. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's the key word is time. Time. Uh, one thing that God is not contained by, mm-hmm. or controlled by, is time. And we shouldn't live a life um, where we all are contained or controlled by time. Amen. Of course, you have to be diligent, um, and 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 with your time, and your time has to be used for purpose. Um, but like. Caleb said you're never going to know somebody in five minutes Mm -mm. you're never going to know somebody's background in five minutes and relationships are solely built off of time that's right and meaningful time when you're talking to people on a campus um, of course be courteous to their time um, but but stay away from your phone Mm -hmm. Um, when you're on your campus as a campus minister I'm asking you, I would to God that you would never wear headphones while walking on campus because that is a turnoff from conversation. <laughs> and That's people right. people don't realize that that media has become such a distraction 
that we have learned um, the art of connection without the art of communication. Mm. And we've never lived in a world where we are so connected yet so divided at the same time. Yeah. Right. And you will see that on a college campus probably more than anywhere else that you want a campus of for Wichita State about 16,000 people, which is not large by any means. But when you look at the ratio of one to 16,000, you will look at a lot of people that are really just going by their day just mm-hmm. to get done with their day. Yep. And I know one, one spirit that is over Wichita State is a sense of meaninglessness, yeah, hopelessness, routine, mm-hmm. vain routine, where people will go to one class, to another class, to their dorm, back to their dorm, and they have routes picked out where they won't change. And yep. so the only way you can learn those habits from other students is by spending time on the campus. Yeah. And so that is one advice that I would um, that I would be in contingent with Caleb is just spend time on your campus. Amen. Fall in love with your campus. Amen. So I would I would give a few different pieces of advice, but they all kind of fall into that same realm of using your time wisely. You know, yeah. you you obviously if you're if you're a campus minister you're either working and going to school or you're going to school yeah and if you're just going to school you probably have a lot of classes and a lot of homework and if that's the case then you have a you have a certain amount a certain amount of time in your schedule where you can do outreach yeah you can teach a bible study and you can build those relationships and with that being said you have to capitalize on that time by being bold and this is we're going to go to that story we were talking about earlier that was a little funny but um (laughs) There, we, I remember that we, and, and at this point in time, Trey and I thought we were not supposed to go into this hall. Mm-hmm. It turns out we actually can go into this hall if we pay. But at that point, I didn't pay. I just went in. Um, so just full disclosure. Bold. Full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> you guys already graduated. Hey, he got his diploma. Radically <laughs> apostolic. I was going to graduate that year. I was like, I'm done anyway. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he was done. Radically apostolic. Amen. So, no, we, there's, this, there's this, a dining hall that's meant for people who just live on campus. And if you pay, you can go in there, but. We went in there. <laughs> I, I went in there. Trey stayed outside, I believe. That's right, I did. I went in and was talking to the cashier. <laughs> He's talking while to he me. walked and in. Then he, and then he left me. <laughs> he left me to the war. Anyway, no. <laughs> I, yeah. there was a, I, I was four more years in that place. <laughs> I, was going up to, I was going up to tables randomly and just looking at people and being like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Talking to him for a few moments and then giving him a flyer saying, hey, this is my number. Text this number. Come to Bible study tomorrow night. We'll see you yeah. there. I got to somebody, and now I'm not going to say his name, but this guy. Oh, and you if should I, say his name. Huh? You should say his name. Okay, I'll say his name then. His name is Joe Pleasant, and this guy is a starting <laughs> basketball player. Baby Joe. Um, and and <laughs> some of you may even know him just by watching, you know, college basketball. But, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know who the guy was. I don't follow sports, okay? <laughs> Trey knew who the guy was. I didn't yeah. know who he was. I just knew he played basketball. You knew, the, mean, you knew the name and you knew the player. No, I didn't no, know Joe. We 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 he, knew some of the starting. It doesn't matter. Either yeah, he way. he ca- he came to Bible study the first night and he started showing us his highlight videos yeah. and uh, Trey yeah. started messing with him. <laughs> Trey knew who he was, but he asked me. He said, <laughs> "Joe Pleasant, the basketball player." I'm like, "Yeah." Anyway, that doesn't matter. I, the guy is sitting at this this table and he's eating chicken strips. Okay, <laughs> and I, I and I and look I, like Trey said. I could talk to anybody about anything, so I looked at the guy and I was like, "Hey." uh, do those uh, chicken strips taste good? And he was like, um, yeah. what? Yeah, I guess. They're all right. And I'm like, I'm going to give you some better food, bro. 
And I handed them the fly and I said, be at Bible study tomorrow night. We cater in good food every Friday. You not only do you get good food, you get the word. So hey, come, man. text my number, okay? Text it and don't forget about it. You want real manna? You want real quail? You want, yeah, you want the real stuff? <laughs> you want the real stuff? I, I walked away. I got a text that day from Joe Pleasant, and he started coming to Bible study yeah. and yep. did not stop coming to Bible yeah, study. Praise God. Never missed unless they were playing yeah, the game. Yeah. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. And I think, and I think uh, we all can speak to this, but each person has built-in strengths mm-hmm. that God's given them, yep. and they also have weaknesses. Yep. Yeah. And in and, and, and campus ministry and in any, any ministry, for example, uh, you have to learn to overcome your weakness, yeah. and you have to capitalize on your strengths. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow, and, and, you, and that's, that's really cool, um, the story with, with baby Joe, because he would go on to end up ministering to our teen outreach kids. That's, that's right. right. It wasn't just a, hey, Joe, come to Bible study, and that's yeah. it. We're talking about a genuine relationship that we made with Joe and yeah. a couple of the other guys. Yeah. Um, shout yeah. out to our boy Markel as well. And Quay. Uh, and, and Quay. Um, but we, we, genuinely, we genuinely connected with these people. We actually yes. recorded a podcast with Joe and Markel. Yeah. Speak on that podcast. No, I was, it's just Aftershock uh, podcast. Yeah. Yes. Coming soon. Uh, but we ended up recording podcasts with these guys and we'll go out and get, you know, burgers. And uh, mm-hmm. Joe's coming in on Thursday and we're going to go get lunch with him before he takes off to Abilene because uh, he transferred. But, I mean, we're talking about genuine relationships. And yeah. something that was that spoke, that speaks volumes to me is when you can get a group of kids all together studying the word yes. and lose track of how many people are actually there because yeah. you just don't care anymore. Yeah. As long as somebody is there, wow. our efforts have been made worth it. That's right. Amen. We could go out Every there for eight matters. hours. We went out nine hours on an outreach event to try to invite people to our campus service. And we passed out over 500 hot dogs, free hot dogs, waters, gave out literally, yes. I would say, 700 to 800 hugs. Yeah. We had a free hug sign it there. Was pr- it was pretty awesome. And we had 50 people show up to our first service. <laughs> yeah. But we talked to over 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. look at the ratio. But we did not care. We yeah. were happy that we were 50 happy that people we were the 50. there. Yeah. And that's what you have to look at. If you start to count the number of people that show up to your Bible study, I've come to tell you, you will be demoralized. Oh, for sure. You will be demoralized if you, if you look at the number. Amen. And one thing that I would also suggest, again— adding on to um you know advice is be grateful to god for that one person that showed up yep. that's, Amen. that's right because you never know who that one person could be and that's there's a, stories upon stories upon yep. stories of what have happened on our campus um, yes ministry there at the last at this service that we that we did after we were done i was done preaching um there's a man who who showed up at the service that we had been trying to get to come to bible study for probably the months. entire the entire the entire, the entire yeah. semester yeah he was the uh, he is the or he was excuse me the college Republicans president mm-hmm. and uh, I, after service he he came up to Trey and I and he looked at me and he said that was some of the best preaching I've ever heard in my life wow. I'm not tooting my own horn or anything like that he said I'm just telling you what he said and he and he and he said that's the greatest message I've ever heard you guys need to take a microphone yeah. and go out to the public chapel in the center of Wichita State and preach to people walking by. Our world needs to hear this kind of message. You have the message. And can I tell you this? 
can I t- that man is in Bible study with me and has Praise been God. in Bible study with me every single week wow. since the end of the uh, college or actually even before the semester ended. He graduated with me. I sat beside him at graduation. Praise God. The boy is still coming to the Bible yes, study. Sir. He's come to church a few times and Amen. he's going to convert and become an apostolic man of God. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, guys, this has been a fantastic episode. Oh, man. Um, before we uh, before we pray this out, uh, just let you guys know um, to check us out on all our social medias at the Steadfast Evo. Um, as well, go check out these three guys' new podcast that's about to come out. It's going to drop. It's not dropped yet, but it will be called will. the Aftershock Podcast. And what that's going to be ooh. is our pod. Uh, it's going to be our Bible studies yeah. that we teach live at Wichita State uh, to show you real life uh, application to yeah. what college ministry looks like. And I will add one more thing before we close out this <laughs> message. The campus ministry that started at Wichita State and the campus ministry that Brother John Calvin had uh, didn't just stop on campus. Yeah. It overflowed into the streets of Wichita. And Giselle sitting in the room with us today, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say that her childhood best friend oh, that she right. grew up with since third grade mm-hmm. got the Holy Ghost and baptized Amen. in Jesus' name because of the ap- because of the apostolic aftershock campus ministry. Amen. Which also, and that's and right. she's now the secretary. And she is now and the, she's a sec. She is now the secretary of yeah. our club. That's what's Campus up. ministry works. Hey, prayer works. It that works. Right. Outreach works. Right. Praise God. Well, Landon, can you pray us out? Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, for apostolic boldness, apostolic anointing, God, and apostolic ministry. Lord, I pray, God, that every person that is listening right now would feel the power of God wherever they're at, that that they'd begin praying and seeking your face, God, for the next level and the next direction for their ministry, whether that's at their campus or in their church or wherever that may be. God, we know that your heartbeat is souls and that the church has to have the same heartbeat. We have to be about our Father's business. Yes, God. We have to be about plowing in the field. And I know that you've given us the tools, you've given us the anointing, and you've given us the desire and the vision. I pray, God, that you help us to go out and do it. In yes. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, guys, uh, thank you for y'all to come on the podcast. Uh, y'all are more than welcome to be on. And we uh, got three words. We got three words to end this off. Everybody at the same time. You have purpose. purpose. See you guys. Peace out. Peace, peace.